0: You have just made the best decision of your day by choosing to listen to the Holistic Bitches Unfiltered Podcast with me, Leslie Rubinoff, the OG Holistic Bitch. You're guaranteed to laugh, have a what the fuck moment, and truly be inspired to change small things in your life that will have you reaping the rewards of living a truly holistic life, mind, body, and soul. Welcome back to Holistic Bitches Unfiltered with your host, uh, Leslie Rubinoff, the OG Holistic Bitch. And today's episode is going to be a fun one. I have an amazing leader in the community of wellness um, joining us today, Lisa Borden, who is a business development consultant and a wellness intelligence therapist. She founded her business and human development firm, Borden Communications, a founding Canadian B Corp in 1994 and open a virtual community, the Wellness Intelligence Collective in 2021, a self-declared unconventional idealist, innovator, instigator. Lisa has been creating c- the conditions for positive change and healthy outcomes for conscious business and humans for over 25 years. She has a passion for, a dedication to, and proven reputation for making healthy futures possibly with strategy, drive, intuition, energy, and community. She is a mother of three empathetic, economist, seven-time publisher, author, learner, unlearner, wannabe, organic farmer, Reiki master, chocoholic, lifeaholic, and hopeaholic, and her favorite word happens to be fuck, so we are really aligned, and I've probably known Lisa probably close to like 10 to 11 years, and just over the years, we've kind of morphed into this friendship and We're just aligned. She is everything I believe, breathe, shit, and see. So, Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm happy
1: to be in conversation with you
0: here. Me too. And let's make sure we use a lot of fuck. Um, A lot of fuck. A lot of fuck. So, today, we're actually going to talk about the big what-the-fuck moments. And we're actually going to talk about health-washing. And I think it's an important topic to bring forward to the community some people might be aware of it and others may not so first of all lisa why don't you just go over what is what's health washing what is it what the fuck is that
1: well it's like as you said it's like when i stood i would stand in front of products and i'd say what the fuck why can't they just tell the truth so health washing is really it's just a term that i used to describe the say the activities the promises of companies of brands or even groups that really like position themselves as leaders in a crusade for good health and pure wellness and authenticity, while they're actually engaging in practices that are likely contributing to the exact opposite: poor health and
0: degeneration in general. Hundred percent. And I think I think something you do really well is the way that you've positioned yourself to shop local to really be out there supporting, you know, natural farmers and natural products who are like mom and pop shops who are doing the right thing, but they just don't have the money that these big corporations have to shove it down your throat, which should yeah, be you point. know,
1: you, you know, you say, Leslie, like you say, it's like how that's what I promote. And it's so interesting that you say that because I think really the, sh- the, the real shift needs to be to question everything. And that's Mm -hmm. what you read in my bio about being an empathetic economist. It's something that I share. It's empathy economics. And it's trace back where the product is coming from. Yeah. And you're going to make your own best decision. Like you don't need you to, you don't need Leslie to answer your question. You don't need Lisa to answer your question if you question it yourself.
0: A hundred percent. But we come down to, you know, let, let's talk about the food health washing. Cause I think that's, I think, I think there's like two big, big cat, three big categories. We have people like the heart and stroke foundation and the cancer foundation who are the oh ones my God. fucking yeah. worst. So we'll talk about yeah. them. We'll talk about food labels and, you know, even that organic, that vegan, that, you know, all of that. And I think that, that the third category is the home products of the toxicity that, it comes down to marketing and how shelving works in stores is the people who pay the most money have the shelving that's at eye level. And all that marketing is colorful. It's targeted towards kids. It's targeted to the consumer with the dollars to purchase. So why don't we talk about the food aspect of it first and what labels look like?
1: Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, if we just think about, if we're talking about food in general, the food without labels is mm-hmm. actually the healthiest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So as soon as we have a fucking label, we have a problem.
0: I agree with you. It's like, I always used to say like, you walk down the produce section, there, there's nothing on the apple labeled, I'm an apple, eat me. Or on the blueberries or the bananas. <laughs> exactly. There's no labels. That, yeah. that that That's the real food. But even that, there's a problem there too with... Absolutely.
1: And that's, I mean, that it comes down to transparency. So when we look at it, it's like out of all the government, you know, regulations that there are, and you need to be so compliant, the postal code for your company needs to be a certain size. This is the business that I work in and there's nothing, you know, they talk about misleading claims that it's, if it's a coconut yogurt, you can't actually call it yogurt because it's not, there's all these rules. And at the end of the day, there's no rule for transparency. There's no rule for honesty. And if you look at the front of a package, it's sort of like screaming, you don't really need to know, just trust us as a brand. Why would we put anything that isn't safe inside? It's all being tested by the best scientists that money can buy. It looks great. So trust us.
0: Right. And on on the front of a bag, especially now where people are more, let's call it health conscious, if it's that where you're going to see the paleo, the keto, the vegan, the non-GMO. Non-GMO means fucking a bucket. It means absolutely nothing. nothing. And the USDA organic means fucking nothing either, because it just means they're allowed to use certain pesticides and chemicals and not other ones. Right.
1: Well, it's also, you know, you touch on that fact, like you're saying it's like as we become as society more, again, I'm just going to use a whole bunch of fucking air quotes, but like health conscious, all of a sudden people are, you know, you can't really fault the consumer that's conditioned by society. Like we have to talk about that because if you're going into, like I avoid, I I don't even understand why it's called a supermarket. Like it's not super, it's (laughs) not super, right? So if you're going into a supermarket, understand that you're first setting yourself up to, you do really have to do your work to know what you're buying. So it's like that shopping cart challenge before you pick something off that you usually buy, how about reading the ingredients and mm-hmm. avoiding, you know, those claims because companies are like, Oh, they're doing their focus group and they're like, yeah, everybody wants keto now. So yeah. keto is a good enough label for people. And you can't really blame them because they're, that's what they've been told to go get maybe by a bullshit diet
0: too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, listen, those labels. And I remember asking you, I'm like, Lisa, like, what, what's your diet? And you're like, I don't label myself. No,
1: I'm a Lisa That's yeah, what I always really teach people. True. And you're a Leslie And it's yeah. like, I just don't like labels. I mean, yeah. I don't like labels on food because I find it misleading. <laughs> and I find yeah. labels generally are going to be restrictive. It's like, we all need to understand. It's like, trace your food back to where it comes from. And if you can feel good about it, yeah. eat it. Because- part of taste is feeling good about what you eat. Yeah.
0: It's, and I think, it's not I box. About, I think another thing that's going to come in is this biodynamic, which is a level up. Okay. I prefer that label of all of the labels, but let, let's, let's look at a label for instance, and, and, and kind of like, let's do like a shot for shot, you know, of some of those terms, like people aren't aware, like we're aware and there are more people who want to be aware, but they're still clueless. So, First, first thing I want to do a shot for shot is those, those words. So why don't you like blast three of those words off that you think. Just are, three. Well, we'll, we'll go listen. We'll share it. You do three. I'll do three. You'll come back and do three. And, and we'll go back and forth.
1: <laughs> okay. So, you know, I, I'm just going to say things that are like, even, I just have to start with low fat, low calorie, fat free. All right. And I, I have to start it. there. They're not certifications, but they're claims yeah. that mean nothing.
0: Yeah. And then we have, you know, made with all natural ingredients, made with real ingredients, made with real fruit. I'll go there. How
1: about um, source of probiotics? Gluten free. That's like drives me crazy. And then as a mom of a kid who has a nut allergy, I would say the whole free from category,
0: you know, free,
1: free from peanuts. Yeah. Free from common allergens.
0: That doesn't mean that the factory actually doesn't use that in other manufacturing. Correct. Um, I think there is a label that will say made in a nut free facility. I think that maybe be safe, but we also (laughs) have things like, you know, source of omega threes. Another thing that makes me absolutely crazy is that people still think that like fish is a good source of omega three fish are omega rich because fish eat fucking algae. That's why they're omega rich. There's well, no other then but then
1: you're also talking, you want to get into that. Then we talk about people saying, but I got my, right. My oh. omegas or I got this and I had my healthy fats. And it's like, you also oh. got so much fucking microplastic in your meal. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, it, listen, it's really tough, but there's, you know, e- even the whole thing of like, this is natural flavorings. Like, do you want to touch on that? Like what that means? Cause it can mean for me, like, they're allowed to use beetles to create the color pink or purple. Absolutely. Well, it's,
1: you know, I don't know if you know, but so when Who Kitchen started, um, I don't know if you know them, but in the New York restaurant, they have the chocolate. Yeah, the chocolate, yeah. So the thing I loved about their packaging, just just to not be negative this whole time and shout out <laughs> what they did, is they they told this nasty story on the back of their package yeah about, Natural, right? And it's about if your chocolate covered anything is shiny. There's like bugs. That's what it is. It's it's shellac. It's toxic synthetic shellac that's made also from basically like bug goo. Yeah, I and so They said anyway. so you won't find any of that here. And if you read that package, then you're never going to buy shiny chocolate again because you've got that lesson, unless. You choose to override that and unknow. I've I've written a post called The Sin of Unknowing. And it's yeah. like, fuck. It's like, once you know, your job is to not unknow. It's to actually use that because that's where you bridge your knowledge to wisdom. Like knowledge not used is nothing.
0: Yeah, 100%. I, so, I the, you
1: know, going back to natural flavors, it's like, that is so questionable. It's even something like, MSG free?
0: Oh, oh my god! It's okay. even a
1: lying claim because there's so many ways that MSG is hidden on a label.
0: Yeah. Well, when I was at Irwan, Irwan, whatever the hell that expensive eh, store is, Irwan. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. first I had my forty dollars smoothie, and then I made my way through the aisles. And like, I really am so good at label reading. Like, uh, like I'm a very aware of it. I, yes. I guess here was an override and i picked up lesser evils who was l- literally like the worst company in the world they make they make like i forgot what their slogan is but it's something like we don't use bad ingredients or I, I don't know what the the exact Well slogan the name is.
1: sort of says it all it's like if it's lesser evil
0: yeah so it was it's like there's absolutely their slogan is lesser either simple facts clean snacks and I was like, cool. I've had them here before. Their popcorn's fine. Anyways, this thing said like sour cream and onion. Like they were like ringolos. I'm like, all right, let's go nostalgia. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a bag of that. Well, I put that bag away so fast. Wow. I was like, I looked like I was pregnant with like three sets of uh, quads. <laughs> I was so bloated. And when I turned over the bag, first of all, anything that has citric acid, my friends, comes from corn. That's the first thing, which is one of the most polluted crops and then the second thing is there was yeast often yeast is msg i was so uncomfortable for a full day because of that and msg even if it's natural and it's
1: just saying like that could be natural yeah it's still the result is still msg and it still made you feel that way
0: oh yeah and i'm so careful with that yeah
1: i want to yeah and i want to touch on what you just said about corn and it's like If somebody else doesn't have a problem with it, that's okay to understand when you're eating a bag. Like if you or I pick up a bag of packaged snacks, we understand that that's better than the alternative. But we're not kidding ourselves that it's like, this is how I'm getting my vegetables today.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, I love a good corn on the cob if I know where it's coming from.
1: Right. But I guess the thing with health washing is don't sell me a packaged product on shelf. Yeah. Yeah. And you're telling me that like this is the best way to get your vegetables. The best way to get your vegetables is to actually eat, eat vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like but, this yeah. is this is why it's like health washing. It's that there's there's no shortcut. And and realistically, without going into, you know, the politics and the government subsidies and all the problems with our food system, because a bag of that stuff that you're buying is also for the privileged, right? Like we're privileged to be able to spend sure. A premium amount of money on something that we're getting from Erwan. But 100%. go to a store, a supermarket that's not super, and you'll <laughs> notice that the potatoes, organic potatoes, are oh. more expensive yeah. than a conventional bag of potato chips. Mm-hmm. And true. that conventional bag of potato chips is subsidized potatoes, right? The, Sure, but it's sprayed with stuff. There's chemicals. There's a lot more labor involved in making yeah. potato chips than delivering local organic potatoes to a store. A hundred percent, and you know, and there's the box. There's the packaging. They've paid for marketing. They've paid to sit around a boardroom table with a bunch of people to decide what lying claims they have paid for certifications to fool us into thinking that these potato chips because they're in avocado oil and not. Other oil are good and they're non-GMO. Non-GMO just means the seeds were non-GMO, but nothing about how they were treated. Then they are sent to a store in a truck from likely far away. They are unpacked by more labor. They are put onto shelf. There's wastage. There's breakage. There's the carton that goes down. How come local organic potatoes are more expensive?
0: Yeah, because that's how they fucked our whole system. Right. Is The stuff that should cost less, Cost more so that it's less desirable, and those are the farmers that should be earning the dollars in my opinion Correct. but it it also comes down you touched on avocado oil, so most avocado oil is mixed with rancid oils, so between really hot and trendy, everyone like any industry, any product, they jump on it and they destroy it right it's and, like this is the solution, yeah. Well, that solution most, and I, I remember posting about this, like it may even be on my feed. I don't know, but I posted about it and you really got to be careful because it, also it's so expensive, like real avocados, the way like it, it they're produced, like naturally pro- we'll call it production, but the way that they grow and stuff, it's, it's very, very expensive and it takes a ton of water to produce avocados. Um, and the whole rancid oil thing, that's another thing. People need to be so aware. I will never forget, you know, Harley Pasternak, the trainer to the stars, whatever his name is. You know yeah, who I'm talking yeah, about? Okay. Yeah, so this idiot was out there telling everybody <laughs> how bad it is to drink a fresh pressed juice. I will fight that till I die. That
1: okay. Okay. I have to cut you off here because I do have to say, it's like we could have a whole episode of this on just juice, because I agree with you, but every Monday, this is just my schedule. I post one, what I call a lesson in empathy economics. Okay. And it's basically busting health washing myths if you think about it. And mm-hmm. so one of the ones coming is not all cold pressed juices created equal.
0: Well, yeah. Okay. So that's,
1: let's just yeah. talk about those health washing claims. Don't tell me that conventional spinach that's cold pressed in without being you know treated whatever kindly made in a huge factory cold pressed high pressure pasteurization 100% um, put in plastic and then 100%. shipped with a long shelf date is not the same thing as 100%. juicing green juice at home or going to your local 100% place that that's using right so Valid. like anyone who makes a claim that this is all bad or this is all good is doing a huge disservice. That's health washing in itself. And right. that's what I love about you. It's, it's listening to you and knowing what you do. You, you're constantly calling out the negative and people would be like, she's such a fucking bitch, but bring you're it. not, it's, it's you're be. doing something that's so unpopular because it's counter. Sure. You know what a supermarket's trying to teach us.
0: Right. So anyway, so Har- Harley was talking, he was like, Oh, you shouldn't drink, fresh pressed juice. He picks up the one in the store, which to your point that you just made very valid and was like, you should eat this and picks up these low calorie snacks that are full of sunflower oil that are filled with all the garbage. And listen, this is somebody because he works with the celebrities because he has that impact. People believe these influencers who I want to kick in the teeth every single day Yeah, because they're spreading this false narrative about love washers, like, <laughs> <love> washers. <laughs> exactly and it's it's so it's so frustrating to to watch that you know there's other people there that are telling you that like if you eat vegetables you're gonna die like you shouldn't eat vegetables and like right, and you shouldn't right. eat fruit fruit's gonna kill you I'm like that that to me is ludicrous like like how that can even be a thought is absolutely crazy and that leads me to my very next point first of all just so people understand the foundation The seven biggest seed companies, the people growing your food, are the seven biggest pharmaceutical companies. Okay, so they're creating the food that's making you sick and then they have this air quote, the cure, when you're sick, to medicate you because the glyphosate and all the chemicals and stuff that are literally, there's men in hazmat suits spraying it because it's so lethal, but it's okay for you to eat and it's okay to go to store. That is the circle of all of this. And then that leads into the next point of, you know, these associations, At least you just wrote a post about it, which I love. And it, it, it's one of those posts that I usually come back to yearly, but can you just talk about the pink stuff? Cause it makes me crazy. Oh, okay. Well, so, oh, it's like, okay. How to be
1: succinct about this. Um, no, just Just, to, just to go back to what you said about these, these big companies. I just, if anyone wants, there's Eva Longoria uh, did a documentary called food chains and it's about the tomato, but it traces the tomato from seed into store and watch it, right? Just a call to action to watch that because it really changes. There's so much to learn. And once, you know, as I said, and you don't, know you're not going to be able to be fooled by health washing. This isn't complicated. Um, yeah. Pink washing, just to bring it in, because you brought it up. It's everything washing is just about basically misrepresentation and lying and trying to dupe us. And if you know whether it's an influencer as a human or a company or the supermarket, you know that's where we're falling prey to it. Pink ribbons. It's like when you walk for a cure. I I I actually don't know where to go. Like the amount of what the fucks. And the outrage. And so, you know, I do a lot of work on my nervous <laughs> system to make sure that I can exist and 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 stay positive and show people where to go rather than just giving them sort of that doom feeling. Um, and I just, selling illness in the name of health is a huge thing. So when you go on a walk with the pink ribbons and they give you pink M&Ms, <laughs> understand that those pink M&Ms are cart like they're proven and known carcinogens this isn't like you and i being like two crazy chicks um, yeah. you know about this and so don't sell me junk food don't put a pink ribbon on something yeah that's totally toxic like slapping a pink breast cancer ribbon on a toxic product does not make it safe for our health it's actually called pink washing
0: it's a what thing. about what about the bake sale at the end of the walk
1: the the bake sale at the end of the walk it's and the most outrageous part the part that I get upset about is that actually me using my voice and calling out on that when I have so many people that they're doing these walks and their intention is really good like everyone's intention is really good and I just want to bring that up that you and I are outraged about this because we know, but there's so much that isn't understood. And that's that hypocrisy. I call it oxymorons. They're oxymorons. And the big focus on the moron part. Um, But it's just about think before you pink, that's what I had written about. And within it, it's again, just to bring up another documentary. um, It's called pink ribbons, Inc. Mm -hmm. It isn't, excellent film if you want to understand the industry behind fundraising and how health washing is at the forefront of that so I when the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation oh does like god. a you know a fundraising sale with m M&M m meat shops
0: oh my god like right. People are, they don't People don't think about that, but at least actually when we do the show notes, you'll give me all of your, like, we'll do like Lisa's recommendations and we'll put those all in the show notes. Sure. Um, you know, there used to be something that went around on Facebook where there'd be like, can you put a heart beside your name? And I remember I used to be like, no, can you put a lemon beside your name and send <laughs> that to all your female friends? Because remember that? nutrition the perfect the preventative means to cancer and dealing with fungus and heavy metals and, and and the shitty water you're drinking and the food you're eating like can we can we talk about that instead and like actually raising money at bake sales and selling sugar that feeds cancer it's like it's so mind-blowing and, I, and well, I, listen
1: I'm a mom of three yeah so I was the parent who was like No, I will not buy my children hot dogs to raise money to buy a basketball net so they're healthy. I'm just going to buy you the basketball net. Yeah, yeah. They would look at me like, but the hot dog's the fun part. I'm like, "Mm, that doesn't make sense. And how about the food drives at school where they teach the kids to bring in toxic cans of food to feed other people?
0: Yeah. And then
1: the winning classroom gets a pizza party with, you know, <laughs> totally toxic. Unhealth- like, so we're really working, you know, everything's really health washed. And the only way around it is to question everything, to listen to people like you who are given those, you know, those really tough lessons and making people dislike what they've been liking for a long time. It's changing your belief system. Right.
0: yeah yeah and it you know this goes back to like i think i was 15 when i was like diagnosed borderline diabetic and it scared the shit out of me and of course you know listen i was 15 at the time or 14 so they they send you to like the diabetic learning how to eat nutrition same i went to a nutritionist i was a fat kid and i always went to this nutritionist who i love dearly but she's never been a well person um and you know I remember them sitting me and like tell, like it's okay to have diet pop and it's okay to have jello and the low calorie hundred pack snacks like that's that's perfect that's going to keep your blood sugar I'm like are you now I'm just like like even then I was so bothered by it cuz I was aware and I was like are you fucking stupid like those low fat no fat stuff like all of that stuff it actually tricks your body and the pancreas and your whole insulin production to be completely confused And that too is becoming a problem now because there's all, I digress a bit, but these health, like these weight loss shots and stuff that are, you know, basically go after the low hanging fruit of the people who are just like so desperate to lose weight. And I I understand that struggle. Magic bullets,
1: magic bullets everywhere. They're all health washed.
0: Yeah. And those, those things are going to make people so, so sick. And it's the same thing with the heart, heart foundation. They put their logo on a box of Cheerios. Right. I mean,
1: just alone, if we... I mean, we could talk uh, hours just about dried cereal. Like, that's a whole aisle to avoid. Mm -hmm. But the glyphosate that's in Cheerios... is hmm And Cheerios did... One year, Cheerios did a campaign to save the bees with their honey nut Cheerios. And I I wrote a whole post on that one. And people were like, you ruin everything. And I was like, (laughs) "I, I really... Like I really thought I was making things better. Like I'd be like, thank you for telling me. I don't understand the like why can't I just have my honey nut Cheerios and believe I'm saving the bees? I'm like, cause you're killing them.
0: Yeah. And the company's lying to you. People don't understand the. If you had a relation
1: sorry, if you had a relationship with a human who just kept lying to you, wouldn't you like want to break up with them?
0: I mean, I'm single. (laughs) so maybe not you and
1: that i obviously shows the kind of truth that you stand in in your life
0: yeah but that even even just dating in in a society where to try and explain who i am to someone who's like on the other side it's like i'm just like no like i'm not I question i
1: question everything that's like that's what you need to lead with
0: (laughs) yeah I question everything and like I'm really curious and every and as people like
1: fuck around I change my mind like that's that's something that we also I, I guess just saying that out loud we should bring up that there's lots of brands that I support out of the gate and they're these like amazing humans who have this purpose and they're gonna bring something and you look at the ingredient deck and I'm really discerning like you and you know i get so excited over a packaged food that's actually something that i want to buy that not only is it something i want to consume but i'm so happy supporting it as a company right like when i buy something from you i'm i'm supporting myself and i'm supporting you like that's empathy economics yeah and then as they get an investor and as they scale Keep in mind, if you're now seeing it at eye, like you brought up at the beginning, if you're now seeing it at your eye level in a mass supermarket, don't just go buy the front of package. That's the chocolate that I've always bought. Because they might have been bought by Nestle. Or they might have been funded. And guess what investors do? They say, organic cashews. Fuck that. Like, we can we can make so much more money if we just use conventional cashews and the, the owner will say, no, no, everything. This is my mission. They'll say, okay, well, we're not funding you if, because we need to hit those numbers. And so then it becomes politics and money. And then all of a sudden there's an aspect of health washing that way, because the product is entirely different. And if you're just believing, do you know what I mean? That front package, that's a form of being health washed is that it's call it like switch and bait yeah or it's when a company like craft dinner oh, like there's sorry. nothing good about buying craft dinner like you're supporting the wrong world the wrong economy you're su- you're certainly not supporting yourself and then it was probably 10 years ago i don't even know if it's on shelf now but they came out with something called smart
0: yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. SMART.
1: and yeah. it was like we've had vegetables and parents are like it comes with vegetables that's like such a great deal and it was like no artificials flavors, colors. We have to stop paying attention to what's not not in our food. Pay attention to yep. what is in it.
0: 100%. And and you know, right? you brought you mentioned something that um I, I wanted to touch on. So there's a lot of companies that start out with really good intentions, a lot. And mm. it, it it's something we see And then Procter & Gamble, Johnson, all the big boys come with the big money that these people could have only dreamed of when starting a business. And they will sell their company for that money because Mm -hmm. it's money and money drives the majority of people. And unfortunately, impact doesn't. And that's where I really stand differently and proudly. But These companies buy out these once upon a time clean brands. I think Burt's Bees is one of the best examples because when Burt's Bees started, they were a good company. They didn't have the line that they have now. Yeah. And then they got bought out and everything changed. The name didn't change. All the ingredients changed. But mentioned who they got bought out
1: by. Clorox.
0: Yeah, but under Clorox, who owns Clorox?
1: Right. That's what I just want to make sure. It's like, it's not just bought by somebody And you're saying how it's driven by money and maybe people listening to this are like, yeah, of course. And it's like, there is a way to bridge the gap between, you know, money and impact. It's just sometimes a little bit harder of a route
0: to go. Yeah. But Procter and Gamble owns Clorox. So all of these companies, native deodorant. Oh, there's so many. There's so many that people aren't even aware because they don't change the branding. They don't change the packaging. They change the sourcing, the ingredients, and they make it cheaper at the same profit. They make more money because they make it cheaper. They don't change the pricing. And this is what happens. And I've always said, like my goal in business is to become the Johnson & Johnson of healing people instead of killing people. And I'm rooting for that, and I'm here to support (laughs) you. (laughs) I appreciate it. And it's something that, to me, is so important. And I I always tell people, and I have this conversation with people, and people, I don't chase my profit. I really truly chase the impact I make on people's lives, which mm-hmm. obviously lines my pockets. I'm not working for free, but I chase that impact. I want to change a billion lives. So whatever that comes out to monetary is great, but the impact in the intention is, a, is, is the intention is around the impact. And so many companies need to stop selling what they've worked so hard to do because it's harder to get there. And it takes a little bit longer when you don't have money thrown at you. And like you said, the funders have the most say. That's right.
1: And so then it it goes back to relationships. You want to have relationships with people who get it, right? It's like, yeah. you know, impact, it's hard to care in this society,
0: yeah. but it's
1: the most brilliant thing because you connect, like my connection with you. I'm so grateful for that connection and it wouldn't exist if we didn't find each other it's like oh my god somebody else who actually fucking gets it and yeah. so you the relationships that you have they're, un, they're they're we don't compromise they're unconditional and it's i know i can ask you a question at any point in time and you can ask me and we actually answer human to human and we sit and yeah. we watch these brands compromise yeah. and it's not about like charging more money or doing it's it's about understanding that there's a very big difference between a value tag and a price tag
0: 100 percent.
1: and there's a very big it's like the idea of convenience like all of those things perpetuate health washing and if you actually go to say make a brand talk i would buy your cmos over anybody's because you actually speak about it like i understand that there's a human with that brand
0: yeah which that, that is one a, of the most important things
1: Right, but like if you go and you want it, you're like, oh, I just need the convenience of buying icing on a shelf. Forget mm-hmm. about the fact, the sugar thing, right? Like right away, you're just going to buy icing. Yeah. It's like, if you stood in front of a tub of Betty Crocker icing, the plastic tub of conventional ultra-processed sugar, and you put all of that aside, but the label says um, no added three sugar. kinds of Ultra processed sugar that's going to cause disease, mixed with terrible oils that are going to cause disease. There's no strawberries, even though this is strawberry frosting.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I like. I really think less people would buy it. You
0: but know, it looks so I'm fluffy not sure. and inviting. I'm and actually least I'm not sure. I, I'm actually I doubt society and humanity. I'm actually not sure. Cigarettes. Well, <laughs> listen,
1: I. I have a really fucking hard time accepting that. I just have to believe that if labels <laughs> could talk, people would make better decisions and you're going to have to let me believe that.
0: But listen, cigarettes have, have all the warnings. People don't care. People are so consumed in their own habits. It doesn't matter. You tell a mom that you f- feeding that your kid frozen chicken fingers and fries, which isn't food, because it's easy for you, It the easy, the convenience almost always wins. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem. Absolutely. But I want to talk about like what you do because it's so impressive to watch you. I mean, like Lisa's at like, you know, there's like good, better, best Bentley. This is like Bentley style when it comes to really like going out and buying the food that's natural. Like it, it, it and the way you cook is amazing. Like there's very few people's plates I want to eat off of, but hers I would eat off of, but at least talk, talk, talk to us about like, you know, what your routine is with that and, and the relationships that you've built with within your own community. And Lisa lives in Toronto.
1: I live in Toronto. Um, and just to back up, I was thrown into this. It wasn't by choice. Like we all have that catalyst. Um, my daughter who will be 20 next month, my second child was born with severe allergies um, and lots of things. I had terrible, like you Les were telling the story about um, conventional medicine being like just a huge what the fuck moment and started reading food labels and saying like, what is modified potato starch? Like, What are these things? And, you know, just to back up the basics, which is if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. And I was yeah. like, I can't buy anything here. And I started going to farmer's markets and you realize that 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 has now become my therapy, my sport, my hobby, the way I nourish myself, not just with food, but with relationships. It's my favorite cookbook. I go to the market right now because it's in season in Toronto. I go to a market at least three days a week. Um, I understand, of course, my privilege that I can do this, but because I can, I do. And I show up rain or shine to shop directly from the farmers. And again, I question everything just because I'm at a market does not mean that I won't walk up to a bread vendor and I'll say, you know, where are your grains from? And they'll tell me and I'll say, are they sprayed with glyphosate after? And when the person has no idea what I'm even talking about, that's my answer.
0: Sometimes
1: it'll open this beautiful conversation and the person will know so much about one small thing that I get a whole education. I get to bring that back into my life in my office. And I do that for every tomato that I buy. I understand where the seed's from because that's the conversation that's being had at a farmer's market. At a supermarket, it's between you and the front of a health washed label.
0: At a farmer's market, it's it's between you.
1: And a human who's growing it and working, their hands are dirty. They have smiles on their faces. They work harder than anyone I fucking know in this world. Yeah. A, or local organic farmer, they're swimming like, a, they're doing what we do, but like actually in the fields. Yeah, connection it's- to the soil, and they bring. So I, I shop for my food at the market. Um, in August, uh, September and October, I, my fridge is overflowing because I just am like blown away by everything that I can buy, whether it's like purple cauliflower or, you know, amazing green zebra tomatoes or kohlrabi that's all different colors and six kinds of beets. And I make based on what I have in my fridge. Like I make, I'm inspired by the ingredients, not yeah. by a recipe.
0: Which is amazing. I mean, I, I function the same way. I mean, m- listen, Montreal has great markets, but they're not—they're not necessarily all organic. That's for sure. And it doesn't have to have a label. Again, they're not—they're not, like they're not talk-
1: here either. You can still buy like fried donuts with conventional wheat at the markets here, and it drives me just as yeah. crazy. Because to me, if they have a stand at the market, the market manager is allowing that to exist, which is again, so let's say the 100 people listen to this right now, and a hun- those 100 people all go to a farmer's market, they're going to be like, Lisa and Leslie spoke about a farmer's market being the healthiest, so I'm here. But they could still buy conventional tomatoes, right. shitty right. dairy, because because right. those farmers or those food makers are lying. So you have to have relationships. And get to have relationships if you ask questions. You can't ask packages questions, but you can ask people questions.
0: And and those guys that listen, that's their livelihood. They want that engagement. They want those questions that that's, that's their passion. It fuels them. And asking questions has never been the wrong way to go. And I always say like, I say this very lightly, because I'll take it back. But there really are no stupid questions. But there are um (laughs) well there are it's just like there are stupid questions but i
1: love stupid questions too i love somebody who's brave enough to ask anything i think
0: that's yes i i i totally agree with you um and 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 these farm they want to speak to you listen these are the people i would love to see so many more places than kellogg's like you know that they, they deserve that what are some of your favorite like like brands that still have their shit together. Um, It's so interesting that you say
1: still because they're small brands. So we're speaking to a global audience, people listening around the world. That's the interesting thing. I don't know that there's any global brand of food. That's That's so amazing. I mean, if you know, like Stacey Burgess makes this chocolate and it's amazing, but it's only available in Toronto. Right. It, it's fair trade and every she makes it all and she designs the labels and it's 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 raw. It's organic. It's vegan. It's made with love. Like the energy that's in your yep. food is so important, too. Yep. But I'd say there's a brand called Zigo. I don't know if you've heard of it. They're to San Francisco. Okay. I absolutely what love it she well i would say the fact that she has a food brand is like an outcome and a result of her um her campaign to change the food system she tests every item
0: yeah. for
1: glyphosate and hundreds of chemicals and so that's well, the what does she, she sells.
0: sell like what's under her brand oats
1: oats we can speak about protein powder she is a satcha inchi protein her protein powder by the way is one ingredient and it's not pea protein that was grown in Canada um, organically. Even if it says like, you know, from Canadian organic peas, it's shipped to China to be processed. And because it has to be shipped to China because
0: it's not allowed to be done
1: here because the process is so toxic. And then we're buying that for a premium in a vegan raw sprouted, protein powder like a pea protein for me is never so Colleen Kavanaugh who who owns Ego I think she's the kind of person that can take um you know her protein and her oats and her voice matters so much so I hear that product talk and so I count on that product I I like it that's a brand um that I really like that I like nude food Canadian brand she went to the Institute of Holistic Nutrition Yes, she did. And she is like, listen to her speak and the same things you said. It's like she can't afford the listing fees to be at eye level in every supermarket, but she's making it into supermarket. And her product is clean. It's organic. It's allergen free. And she's like a mom, a young mom, and she's been doing this for a decade. And She sticks Mm -hmm. to her guns no matter what. I just love that. No compromise. I love um, so that. And like reach a gupta from good food for good.
0: Oh, I, as long as they keep doing what they're doing. Exactly. So, because but I love it. She's doing,
1: a, have you seen, she's doing a bolognese sauce and it's with organic pumpkin seeds. And I have
0: it and I don't love it. I tried it. and it, well, I don't know. I ate it cold and took a spoon and like, I love the idea. I don't love the taste of it, but, but oh, that company is good for people whose kids drink ketchup. Like it's fucking water. She has ketchup, she has barbecue sauce, she has curry sauces. Her she tomato
1: has- sauce, though, it's her tomato sauce. Like, put, use it as pizza, and you have like, a, for pizza sauce, and it's a huge yeah. protein boost.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to try it heated. I, I honestly, I tried it cold, and I don't know, something about I it. I didn't maybe like. trying
1: it heated could be okay, and with yeah. some vegetables and beautiful. Sure. Um, I, you talk about dairy free cheese, but maybe a
0: sprouted cashew. Jesus. Yeah, see, that's a tricky, that's also a tricky market, in, is the plant-based market, and, and we'll just, I just want to touch on it quick. Like, not, I'm all vegan,
1: not all vegan food is created equal.
0: Yeah, but, like, listen, I've been plant-based since Eve's started, okay? You remember yeah. those guys? Like, yeah, they were, like, fun. the first, like, sliced. And, like, when I first went plant, yeah, I was like, give me all that baloney and give me all that shit. But now, like, in, in my adult life, I mean, I went plant-based when I was 12. And there was nothing. Wow. And now, the options are endless. But it comes back to guys read those labels. Like there's a lot of shit. Like the first of all, the Impossible Patty, and the what's oh. the other one? What Impossible? It's there's not food. food. It's not food. It's not food. But what's the other one? Impossible Burger. And what's the other? One? Beyond vomit. Yeah, that that's the stuff again. That's going to take down the plant based industry and see see plant based isn't healthy. Well, but again, it that. goes back
1: to labels, right? Like, right. fuck the label. That's yeah. the lisa be a Les Like, if you're not plant-based, that's fine. But if you're plant-based and you're walking around and yeah. you're telling people that they're evil for eating chicken and you're eating beyond meat?
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, no, no, 100%. Just- but people think that those are better options and they're not better options. Those are going to destroy your organs. They're going to destroy your hormones and that's not that's not real food when I was at Irwan Irwan whatever it's called there were some cheese brands that were literally just like cashew like it was very clean there wasn't even cultured
1: if in Canada cultured beautiful brand with amazing people um nuts for cheese same thing they've scaled they've gotten funded and they stuck to being organic They've stuck to their packaging being like no glues. It's amazing yeah. what they're doing yeah. and, and you can see that. And, and there's a, that's hard. So it's like yeah. reward the people doing the hard work because you're yeah. doing the hard work too. Yeah. A hundred percent. I have to, if I can just, I, there's this yeah. quote that I love that's I think very powerful with health washing. It's A woman named Pam um, Larry, and she spoke at this rally in San Francisco. I think it was, I, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but I think it was around 2012. And she said, the right to know what we are purchasing and eating supersedes
0: corporate rights to a non-transparent profit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, 100%. And there's so many smart, innovative humans who have the capability to really change the foundation of this and to do better and to do good and to bring good options and i always say the consumer votes with their you you, you vote with your dollar every single time you make a purchase
1: absolutely
0: and uh, go ahead yeah i i just you
1: know you say that it's like we vote like we need policy we need the government we need those things but that's not fucking happening and yeah. you know the best thing you can do is you can sit around <laughs> and complain you can sit around and complain about it or you can sit around and say like Lisa's crazy or Leslie's crazy but at the end of the day you have to give a shit you have to question everything and you have to reward the right people and your money's that like I would have less of a problem with McDonald's existing if they told you exactly what they were getting but when they advertise there's like a burger that comes out and it's somebody holding the burger and it says on it always real yeah I'm like apoplectic like I can't
0: Apoplectic. That's an amazing word. Yeah, it's good, right? It's like there's I have
1: I have many ways of describing um like outrage. It's more fun than just you know (laughs) simple ranting about things.
0: Um that was amazing. Okay, so let's kind of like start wrapping here because I think I want to be mindful of your time. Um I think I think something that's important is that any company that carries a claim that's recognized by the Heart and Stroke Foundation, the Breast Cancer Association, those are the ones that you run from. Like, run, run, run. Yeah. Um, and whatever claim a company is making is they're overcompensating for something, also run. Um, one of my best tips, and I'll ask you, you know, at least what yours is, but like, I've always said, like, if you are going to the not super supermarket, Staying on the outside aisles is where you can really get the majority of what you need. Absolutely.
1: And like said, unpackaged, right? That's where you yeah. find the least packaged food.
0: Yeah. So what are, give, give some of your best takeaways to kind of like tie a bow on this conversation. Okay.
1: Well, first of all, I guess, you know, going back to question everything that's being an empathetic, you know, economist and it's read the ingredients first it's It's the first place like that's the only part of the label that's
0: really worth reading, not the claims and just pause ingredients on a label for those people who don't know they go in order of uh, of the like how much is in it and so like however it's labeled so if it's like I don't know whatever it is the first it goes i don't know if it's by weight or by like quantity I guess that's the same thing that's how a label's done. So when maltose or dextrose is your first ingredient, or corn, the abundant of that product is made from those things, and companies mix up words and change words so you don't recognize sugar as easily. So, right, or
1: it's broken, or it's broken down into nine different labels. Yeah, of ingredient. Yeah,
0: exactly. So continue with your tips.
1: The other one is just like you know we touched on it. Just watch out for those specialty food labels, whether that's like keto or paleo or dairy-free or kosher, it sounds premium, like they're extra, they're showing as premium. That's like, well, that should be alarming there. And we won't get actually caught with those labels. If again, we're reading the ingredients, it's the same thing just about natural flavors and colorings, right? Like that doesn't come from a plant. It doesn't come from a tree. Where does it come from? Yeah. chemical processing. We don't need that. And, and like you said, I think it's a really good tip. The m- bigger, yeah. the claim, the more claims, the cartoon character that's on the front of a box, yeah. those are all should be like sirens for you. Yes. Not appealing.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. And the um, same goes, we, we didn't touch on and we'll just two seconds on it is the same thing with the household chemicals. Okay. So the, all yeah. the clean, Uh, laundry detergents and stuff right now i like branch basics i like dr bronner's but a lot of them are still full of shit even though they're greenwashed or health washed Mm -hmm. be very mindful of those
1: yeah and be mindful of the ones like when they're really excited because it complies with health canada or complies with you know a government organization yep that's scary. <laughs> that's, like, super scary. You don't want food that's aligned with the government. You want food that's aligned with a farmer.
0: Yeah. Well, 100%. Do you like Branch Basics?
1: Um, I don't know them.
0: Okay. They I just recently started basics. shipping to Canada. Yeah. Um, it really I, just, but they, I think they're pretty good. Like, I'm pretty happy with those guys. But What do
1: you buy from them?
0: I buy the laundry stuff. I buy, uh, like, some of their, like, just their, like, essentials. It's also really easy to throw vinegar baking soda and like some essential oils into something and you can do yeah, whatever Yeah, I mean, for
1: for cleaning house, I, I, I run a whole session on healthy home and making it yourself sounds like it's like one more thing to do, but I actually, it's not. There's like, you just have to, if you have orange peels and you put vinegar on the orange peels in a mason jar, it's like the best thing to clean with. It's so it smells easy. really good. It smells good, but it's also, you know, I, I come from a place where my first kid, I was like wiping his plastic high chair down with Lysol wipes. So I always <laughs> say to people, this has been a journey for me too. I didn't like yeah, show totally, up. Totally. Like I'm so impressed that you've been doing, you know, plant-based since 12 years old. That's amazing. I was eating craft cheese. Um, well, I
0: was still eating shit. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah. But, but I'm saying it, it's a journey. You just really have to you have to just choose yourself and choose to say yes and care and then count on people like you and i to support because as much as i know that it's one of the things i respect about you so much is that as much as we both instigate and stir the pot and call people out and use the word fuck, whatever it is like we're solutions focused i watch what you even do on instagram it's you answer people like we're humans and We're, we're showing up to cause the problems, but we're here to actually help people find their way for solutions. So use us, right?
0: Yeah. And people thank you in the end for that because people just genuinely don't know. So I'm so grateful that you said yes to the podcast. And I think like you should come on more because Lisa's full of so much good information She's the one who connected me and I learned about the light therapy properly. Like she's got all the wisdom. She's been doing this for so long. It's her passion. She walks her talk, which I admire because I think there's so many people who pretend. Lisa does not pretend like we'll put her Instagram. I encourage you guys to follow her, um, join her community. Um, I'm part of the community. I'm just a terrible active participant
1: there's no such thing there's no such thing it's a it's a it's like a fun conference 24 hours a day seven days a week and sometimes you can show up and sometimes you can't
0: yeah but it's a good community and there's good information and there's good networking there so we'll make sure to link all the documents uh, documentaries that lisa mentioned because there were two really good ones and um, link her, where you can find her, connect with her. Especially if you're in Toronto, you can find her at the market all the time. Um, and she's so well connected in this space of greatness. So, and I
1: want to share. Thank yeah, you. Thank you ahead. for that. I want to Share. Share. No, oh. I'm saying I generally, <laughs> as a general rule, not right now. I want to share right now that I want to share in general. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. I thought you were, like, raising your hand to be like, can I, I have one No, i not thing. that polite. <laughs> I
1: just talk right over you. I'm not that polite.
0: <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, okay, well, let's wrap, Lise. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. Um, and I'm excited for other people to hear this because to us, this is basic bitch stuff. And bitch, by the way be in total control of him herself health. So it's not so derogatory, although I would like it to be, it's not. Um, So thank you for coming and um, learn something from her. Go, go follow her. And I welcome you guys back to the next episode on the holistic bitches podcast. And I hope you had a laugh a what the fuck moment and um, share this with somebody, leave a review. Five stars is always better than one. Um, and, and, and share this podcast. I think there's so much good information that was dropped here. So, Lise, final words?
1: Just so grateful to have company in this wild ride of life with you. So thank <laughs> you. Thanks for doing everything that you do.
0: And I appreciate being here and, and using our voices together. Same to you. So we'll see you guys on the other side. Take care. Bye, friends. Thank you for tuning into the Holistic Bitches Unfiltered podcast. I hope you got what you came for and you're eager to return for future episodes. My one ask is that you hit the subscribe button and if you could be so kind to leave a raving review. Sending you so much love, light, healing, and inspiration to be a better you. Peace out, friends.